Good morning, Oregon. It's Wednesday, February 23rd. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. A 43-year-old man left his apartment near Normandale Park on Saturday and walked up to protesters gathering at the Northeast Portland Park and demanded that they leave before ultimately opening fire. That's according to a probable cause affidavit. Court records show Benjamin Smith, the man suspected of shooting a woman in the head and killing her, went to the crowd and aggressively yelled at them. When some people in the protest crowd told Smith to go back home and to leave them alone, he demanded they, quote, make him leave and aggressively approached one protest participant who pushed him back, according to the affidavit. Smith kept yelling and then drew a 45 caliber handgun and fired, striking five people. One woman died and four were wounded. Another man fired a rifle back, striking Smith in the hip, according to court records. June Knightley, a volunteer with the traffic crew for the protest against police violence, was shot in the head and killed. Police said they won't identify any of the other demonstrators wounded. One was shot in the neck and paralyzed and is in critical condition. Another was shot multiple times, including in the abdomen. Two others have been treated and released, one shot in the upper arm and another struck in multiple places. Police haven't been able to interview Smith because of his injuries, though he's expected to survive. On Tuesday morning, Mayor Ted Wheeler and law enforcement officials held a lengthy news conference to discuss the shooting and two other high-profile homicides this weekend. Wheeler said he felt, quote, utter despair after the incidents. Arkimoto, the startup electric vehicle company based in Eugene, officially opened a new 250,000-square-foot manufacturing facility that it says will allow for massive growth. The new facility is more than five times larger than the former one. CEO Mark Fronmeyer, a member of the famous Oregon family, said the company hoped to assemble 50,000 electric vehicles there by 2025. Arkimoto has a unique three-wheeled vehicle. In its latest investors report, the company said it built 251 vehicles in the first three quarters of last year. Arkimoto unveiled a new driverless delivery vehicle, the Faction D1, that will be produced at the new manufacturing facility. The driverless vehicle could reach 75 miles per hour and transport 500 pounds of cargo up to 100 miles, according to the company. Faction Technology Inc., a Silicon Valley startup that develops driverless solutions for electric vehicles, expects to begin pilot customer trials for the Faction D1 this year. The number of people hospitalized with COVID-19 in Oregon fell below 600 for the first time in more than six weeks. That downward trend likely puts the state closer to lifting its indoor mask mandate. Hospitalizations plummeted by more than 140 since the state last reported figures on Friday. State officials have said they'll consider lifting the mask mandate when hospitalizations hit 400, but no later than March 31st. Meanwhile, cases keep falling for the fourth consecutive week. Oregon is now averaging 1,210 daily cases over the past week, reaching levels not seen since late December. OHSU Health forecasts show the state might not fall to 600 hospitalizations until March 4th, but Tuesday's tally beat that mark by a week and a half. Officials on Tuesday did not immediately respond to a request to comment about whether they will, in fact, end the requirement for masks once the state hits 400 hospitalizations. Last week, officials told K2TV that 400 wasn't necessarily the magic number. Instead, the state could lift it if it deems that decision is safe and prudent. 
Drivers will need to get a permit to drive along the scenic and historic Columbia River Gorge Highway during the peak summer season this year. The Oregon Department of Transportation made that announcement Tuesday. Drivers will need to show a timed entry permit between May 24th and September 5th. There will be three checkpoints along the highway between Crown Point and Ainsworth State Park. Other parking fees will still apply. The permits won't apply to people biking, taking public transit, or on an organized tour. Specifics like how much the permits will cost and how many will be sold are still in the works. Permits will be available online. The new permits are an effort to curb crowds along the scenic highway, where there's access to famous landmarks like the Vista House, popular hikes like Angel's Rest, and other waterfalls, including La Terrelle Falls, Bridal Veil Falls, and Horsetail Falls. To watch videos, read stories, and hear podcasts about the gorge and all that makes Oregon great, Great. Head to hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.